Hello, and it's time to exercise our faith and get spiritually fit with your host, Trainer Mitch, on the Pick Up Your Cross daily podcast. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about the the wheat and the tares and separating the wheat from the tares. And this uh, this goes back to the the spiritual warfare that's happening and the the end times, basically. So what's going to happen at the end? And it all has to do with Jesus. And we're also going to be referencing some uh, Old Testament teachings with the threshing floor. And we're going to try to put ourselves into the shoes of the Israelites whenever they were they would be hearing these things from John the Baptist and other things. So I'm going to start in uh, Matthew 13. Uh, verses 24 through 30. So I'm not going to read the whole thing, but that is the the story of the wheat and the tares, the parable. And uh, it says, I will just kind of uh, recap it for you. Uh, there is a group of people that plant some, some wheat in the field. And at night when they're sleeping, their enemy goes out and also plants some tares. Tares are jaggers. So it's like a big jagger bush. And... Uh, they, they realize this happens once it starts to grow. And they're like, you know, what do we do? What's going to happen? They're asking all these questions. So verse 30, it says, Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. So I'll read that again, this one part. And bind them in bundles to burn them. Okay? So he's talking about the tares. He's gathering up. He he tells them to gather the tares first. And we're going to burn them. Okay? So that's important to note. So remember that. And uh, I want to uh, mention the process of this mechanical separation of the wheat from tares or the wheat from uh the chaff which is the the covering of wheat so it has like a shell basically so there's this thing called a threshing floor so they would literally um have like this floor of wheat and they would stomp out the the wheat so that the shells would crack and pop off from the precious wheat and um, they would use like a threshing device which would either be like a fan or some type of wind that would uh, that would separate the the lightweight material of the shell from the heavy um, wheat germ so they would you know basically cause a bunch of wind on this threshing floor right this is a very specific thing a threshing floor and uh, that's where they would do the processing of the wheat, right? And they would they would literally thresh it out, and they would uh, create wind and blow it away, and uh, yeah, that's how they would do that. So that is the that was their their methods of processing wheat after they harvested it to actually use the product. Okay, so then we'll jump back to um, Matthew chapter three. Verses 11 and 12, and I'm going to read that. 
So verse 11, and this is John the Baptist's teaching where he's talking. So he says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I may not, I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So if you remember, right, we're going to be separating the tares first, burning up the tares, and they're gathering the chaff, the useless chaff of the wheat from the threshing floor, and they're going to burn it with unquenchable fire. So whenever the Israelites or the people of this time are hearing this teachings from John the Baptist, they're going to revert back to the story from 1 Chronicles 21, 8 through 18. And uh, this is where, I'm not going to read the whole thing because no way I'd be able to get it all. But uh, I will recap it. Is King David uh, is basically, he's incited by Satan to count all of his troops in all of his land. And this is not a good thing. So he does it anyways, and it's not viewed well in the Lord of the Lord of Heaven. And there's a lot of bad things that are going to come from this action that David told his people to do, which was to count everybody. And uh, basically, the angel of the Lord came down after there was some consequences. And started to um, create famine and kind of like wreak havoc on the land. And at the end, when the Lord said time was enough, the angel of the Lord was standing at the threshing floor of Arianua or Arauna, the Jezubite, the, Jeb, the Jebusite. So uh, the angel of the Lord was standing at this threshing floor. And there's all this crazy stuff that happened to like 70,000 people died. And uh, King David was the reason for it because um, he did something that was from Satan's perspective. So he was like listening to Satan and it wasn't good. And so there was consequences for their sin. And that's an important thing to know. So this angel is now standing at the threshing floor and he's kind of, he's kind of, he's done, right? He's getting ready to finish up. And uh, basically King David's like, you know, let's make an altar here and this will be a sacred place. So they do that. David pays for it and they create an altar there and uh, the story kind of finishes off. And uh, they make burnt offerings there. It's like a holy place now. And so the Israelites would have, whoever he was talking to, would have thought about this story of old, right? They would have went back to the threshing floor and remembered the angel of the Lord who came down and wreaked havoc on the land because of sin. 
and because of uh, bad choices that King David made towards his people and towards the the inheritance of God. So they would have thought about they would have known where the threshing floor was and the process of it because they probably do it, and um, they would have remembered what happened. So they're making that connection of wait. The angel of the Lord is going to separate us. There's going to be a clear separation, a division of the seed, which is going to be, who's your daddy? Is your daddy Jesus, Yahweh, the God of all things, the most high? Or is your daddy Satan, the evil one? So it's going to be the separation of the two seeds of, of who's your daddy. And that is like the ultimate spiritual warfare that's happening on an everyday basis. So we are constantly getting pulled from the two and they're fighting for our worship. They're fighting over us and um, that was the the original warfare is from the beginning, right? The woman and the dragon is like the whole process. Um, so everything has happened um, for a reason. It's all part of the plan and that plan is Jesus. And in the end, uh, Satan is the forever loser, and he always is, and uh, it's inevitable, and all of these things are fleshed out. And uh, the main reason why I wanted to bring that up, uh, because not because of like um, bringing up damnation and you're going to burn in hell or whatever, but to de- clearly define that there will be a time when that separation is going to occur, and you either chose right or you chose wrong. And those are the facts according to the Bible. And I wanted to make sure that uh, I laid that out um, for the spiritual warfare aspect. Okay. So keep that in mind as you are bearing that cross daily. And uh, remember that your sword is the word. So get in the word. You got to learn this stuff and flesh it out. And uh, I hope you enjoyed today's workout as we got spiritually fit. I will see you next time.